0: hello hello and welcome back to we weekly an anime podcast diving into all of the news you need to know from the weeby world and perhaps slightly beyond. I'm one of your hosts Joe Reese and I am joined as always we are in the same building once again and it feels so good the man with a million figurines Steve the save point
1: cosplayer. Joe it's glad to be back finally on our old stomping grounds feeling good, feeling refreshed, saw some anime over the break, almost bought a new shelf too for more figures, didn't pull the trigger on that yet, but it's getting to that point where I'm gonna have to start trying to figure out how to get more space.
0: Are you gonna wait until you have the figures that need to be on the shelves, or are you gonna preemptively buy the shelf in anticipation of more more figurines to be bought
1: mm, i think i'll probably wait for the figure to come in i have a lot of time since as you know they take a while to come in and the next one is going to be mizuhara probably i would say i'd have to actually look at my list because there's probably two or three other ones that i forgot i don't remember before roy mustang oh yeah we got him i forgot oh wow so time flies so fast oh boy i think he comes out in the spring which means yeah oh wow i'll have to get the I'll have to get the shelf soon
0: and a customary moment of respect, of course,
1: to the man who is also
0: in the same building as us. I can hear him playing a video game just on the other side of that wall. He was very excited today because apparently a friend mailed him a limited edition saber fate card that we did some digging, some research to figure out what that was all about. But he is our resident re zero maniac. He is our fairy tale fanatic.
1: Alex. I want to put it on the record. He has not greeted you back home yet. He has been in that room. It doesn't give a damn that you came back.
0: That's how that I mean, honestly, that's what I
1: expect. And I respect him for it. He's probably busy playing Final Fantasy 14. He, he's got that hook in them. Now Is he back? He's not playing anything else. Yeah, he's back. Oh my god. Do you even still play Final Fantasy 14? Nah, man. I mean, no, oh, it's a great game. But it's it's so long. I gotta get every single item in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to get 10 fish right now 10 bullhead small fish for an offering for Odin that gives me something. I don't know, but you know, I'd have put on a. Two hour podcast. I got like six of them so far. That doesn't sound like Yakuza
0: to me, Steve. Some housekeeping for you. Of course, a new episode of Weeb Weekly posts every single Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern. You can find us on all of the podcast streaming apps, whether that be Apple, whether that be Spotify, whether that be Pocket Cast, whether that be whatever you got. We're on there. So be sure to, of course, Download and subscribe and leave a leave a nice little review for us to, again, get that algorithm going so that we can, of course, get into all the weeby ears each
1: and every single week. All right, so let's get into what we've been watching, Joe. We've been finishing some anime, clearing the plate, making sure we're all set up for a good 2021, finishing up some fall 2020 anime. And I got a few things to talk about. And I see you have a few things on the list, too. Who do you want to go first?
0: I want to hear about Golden Kamui, Steve. Tell me more about this season
1: three action. I want to say the end of Golden Kamui, I am back on this train. It is great. Everything has come together, and I cannot wait for season four. I know originally I was kind of getting lost because they're like, oh, we're both separated. We're trying to get to this prison way up north in Japan. And I'm like, why are they even going there again? I don't understand. I'm assuming it's for the gold, for the treasure. So that's the overarching storyline in uh father. But it all came together in the end. We had some real character deaths. Not going to say anything, but consequences, I want to say. We had uh, some progress with the overall treasure hunt. And I would not be surprised if... The fourth season is the final season. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. I. Twenty twenty one. I'll. I will for sure be hopping back on this, especially after how hot you've been on on season three. Yeah, you had said some of your. I think trepidation in the earlier part I think you you mentioned it be you were just getting lost in the plot details a little bit because it's a pretty dense show there's a lot of characters a lot of things going on of course did you need to go back and remind yourself and then that's when things clicked back in or did you just kind of pick things up as the show went on and they kind of caught you back up to speed is that when things kind of clicked back in for you
1: to be honest I think you'll have a better time since you'll be able to go into season 2 into season 3 pretty seamlessly The one thing that always hung me up about the show is the shifting alliances. We have people who were originally enemies becoming friends, friends who are becoming enemies, and with that gap between Season 2 and Season 3, you're like, why are these people working together again in the end? They all want the gold. Are they all just going to, like, betray each other? I mean, you assume at some level everyone's going to try and be... Everyone for themselves. Once the secret is revealed of how they're going to get the gold and treasure, but just how they get to that point is always um, a little convoluted. And also, you have my one of my favorite characters, uh, Hijikata, who is the old old samurai, um, who is also trying to get the gold, but has not allied himself with anyone who wants to form his own nation um, in the north. So I'm like, okay, so this is what you're doing. This is how many. Pieces of the map you have. There's how many pieces of the map this person has. What is happening? So I know I'm like rambling a lot, but that's what it felt like at the beginning of season three where I was lost. However, by the time they get to the main crux point of getting to this prison, everything kind of slides in very neatly, and it is just a joy to watch that ride and all of the the action that comes with it. And the character growth, since we do have a lot... Actually, some interesting flashbacks with Asumira-san's father and also with a lot of the side characters. Because I know Gold Kamu does a very good job of doing background um, characters, giving them su- their their dues, especially Tsukishime Hajime. He's great, too. He's the sniper guy. Love him and and his story going up and how he got involved in the Russo-Japanese War. So I'm ready for more. Sweet. I will say... A
0: lot of the things you were saying, again, about how having the benefit of being able to move very quickly between the seasons instead of having long gaps in between and how that might streamline the show and make it even better and elevate it. You know what that
1: reminds me of, Steve? What does it remind you of? Don't don't say it. Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go into fate. We have a lot to talk about that later, but go into Tokyo Ghoul.
0: Well, just that, again, like, I, as someone who watched Tokyo Ghoul as it happened contemporarily, there was a massive gap between season two and three, and there's a giant plot skip between seasons two and three as well, and I just remember watching season three when it was happening and being like, I don't really remember who any of these people are, what is going on, I need to like do some quick Wikipedia searching and figure out these characters, but then re-watching it earlier this year, I guess last year now, happy 2021 everybody. Rewatching it again last year with Alex and with some other people I was able to see how they did build some characters up that seemed to me the first time around a little more randomly thrown in there but they were actually seated earlier in the show I just forgot about them because again two years had passed between me watching season two and season three
1: there is something beneficial
0: of just bins watching a show I'll say that absolutely We'll get into that a little bit with, with some of my shows. But but what, what's your other show that you're excited about? Because my two shows kind of tie in very nicely together.
1: The final show I finished watching was Journey of Elena. Um, I, wh- I talked about it last time about how I really didn't know what its tone was. And I'd say by the end of the first season, and it looks like they are all in for a second season then only teased it they essentially said no it's gonna happen I haven't got any official news but the ending I mean they are definitely gunning for it but with the end of Journey of Elena I'm still lukewarm on it I'm not sure how I feel about the ending the ending was kind of weird where it she goes to a land where she has like 13 or 16 other versions of her will all have different characteristics because it's a place where she wanted to learn more about herself, about wishes. And it's not really a climactic ending. But I will say one episode, which was really interesting, was she reminisces back of learning how to fight with knives. The reason why is because if you are a witch, there is a good chance you may be disarmed with your wand. So she had to learn, like, you know... Um, little CQC. Close combat. CQC. Some close combat. And I'm like, I would love Harry Potter being, Snape up to be <laughs> like, listen, there's a good chance that someone's going to use Expelliarmus on you. Here's a giant knife. I'm going to teach you how to fight dirty with a knife. Because it's going to happen. It all the time in Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, that makes complete sense. You should actually know how to fight with a knife <laughs> if you're a traveling witch.
0: That's a bummer to hear, though, that you're a little lukewarm, because I just remember you being so excited about this show. After the first episode, season two is happening. Will you be there?
1: It looks like season two is very focused on what it wants to tell. She meets a, a, it always has that ending credit thing where it's like after the credits, they have that teaser and we see Elena in a market and she sees an apprentice witch and basically says, little did I know that. This person would be very important to my adventures and we'd be seeing a lot of each other. So I'm hoping that is the main crux of the second season because what I said before, my main criticism of Journey of Elena, is that it's literally just episode of the week. She's just going to random towns, which all have their quirks, and having a random adventure there. There's no general storyline other than she just wanting to see the world, and I think that hurt it in the end because... You're just like, okay, we're just randomly here at this place where everyone must tell the truth and no one can tell lies. Okay, we're here in this one place where we have this doll that is cutting off people's hair, but it's secretly a serial killer or something like that. I know they go widely ranging of um, their tone and what their attitude is. Some are better than others, but most of them are not good. I will still say the first episode is the best episode, ironically. Wow. Well, all right.
0: Steve, I had a week that was the tale of two sports anime.
1: You were getting sweaty.
0: Ooh, was I working hard? Cause I finished Iwa Kikeru. It's time for our hour and a half long spoiler cast of Iwa Kikaru, and then I also finished Haiku. Finished the fourth season of Haiku as well. And let me tell you. Oh boy, is there just a stark difference in the level of co- in the level of quality between these two shows? Because
1: wow. L- let me take a guess. <laughs> let me take a guess. I am assuming Haiku does a better job, whatever their finals are, or a big tournament championship, than Iwa kakeru which has like a smash cut right at the end. We gotta finish this immediately.
0: Dude, how was that ending to Iwa kakeru so? fast it was literally she that was one of the notes that i took of course because it literally it was like the karate kid where it was literally like she reaches up makes the last hold we won and then literally just jumps to them throwing up with text the rankings of all the other teams and then it's done and that's literally that's just that's it
1: yeah it's
0: like whoa we didn't even get to see them like celebrate together or like be. You, you get a
1: freeze frame at the end of them all jumping up saying we did it and that's it
0: so there's a couple thoughts i have from you at kikaru i mean whatever it was fine i ultimately didn't hate that i watched it i, I didn't had fun with it for sure i don't think it was boring or bad i think as you summed up Uh, last week or a few weeks ago aggressively okay that's a that's a good way to put it for sure it's like it it doesn't do anything great but it doesn't do anything atrocious either it does do a couple things though it does do that shower scene between Anne and Konomi do you remember what I'm talking about
1: here yeah the one where uh Anne kind of rips off like her facade which she's actually really mean and challenges uh konami to like i'm gonna beat your ass essentially yeah
0: exactly but then she straight up just like walks into konami's shower and they just literally get up in each other's stuff and i was like this this is a sweaty scene i'll tell you that much this scene if anything's getting me sweaty right now it's this shower scene that's
1: that's for damn sure do you think that really happens do you think that's? I'm sure it's. It has happened somewhere, but do you think that commonly happens?
0: I don't. I don't know if it commonly happens, but I guess if you've got either, either, either way, whether it be a male locker room or a female locker room or a whatever locker room, um, yeah, I bet. I bet people get up in each other's faces. I bet. It, I bet it probably happens more often in men. Male locker yeah. rooms, I would imagine.
1: Did you get tired of cutie cutie Sue? How 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 fast were you ready to tap out with that her dumb signature thing with all her fans say?
0: Look, I look. I would. I'll say it right now. I'm going to a sports climbing tournament. I'm going there. I'm gonna see what's going on. I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna be chanting some cutie 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 Sue because God. Damn it, did Anne love her.
1: Even though she challenges our protagonist that she'll never win nationals or whatever whatever, whatever tournament. I I, it's so fast, I don't even remember what type of tournament they were competing in. It
0: w- no, it was nationals. It was literally like the all-Japan female sports climbing. It was literally high school nationals. We got there in 12 episodes. But I don't care. Konami was boring. She was fine. Anne's no, nah, it's boring. And. I
1: mean, I liked um their captain the best. Like no, 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 no. was fine. I liked their captain the best. What you know, she broke her finger, and they had that heartfelt conversation with no, no about like you can't compete. You're gonna. Kill yourself over it. You're gonna lose your chance to become a professional.
0: That definitely like added some depth to characters, but it was all. It also felt weird, especially since, as you've previously stated, and I would definitely agree with, there will probably not be a second season of this show, even though. Did some digging. It's not, getting did some digging. It's not getting
1: a second. Did not getting a second. This
0: season encapsulated all of the first four volumes of the manga, which ended and there is a sequel manga happening currently. There's
1: manga to everything. There's always there's always more <laughs> manga. No, th- I feel like this show is dead. We'll never hear about it again.
0: So it was weird in that regard that we didn't really ever get to see them really be a successful team together. They were there was always at least one of them that kind of like was out like, in, in the finals, the captain was out. In the earlier tournament, Nono and June got eliminated very quickly. So we never got to see them just be a full team together. So that was kind of odd to me.
1: Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And, I mean, I like June, interestingly, had a very long arc herself getting getting back. <laughs> oh Yeah,
0: that was actually a great really episode. Have
1: 12 episodes. They put a lot on June about her come to... I don't know, Jesus moment of coming back to climbing. It's all she has.
0: I also, there's the final note because it just again highlights how absurd this sport is within this universe. When they had to practice speed climbing, the school bought them a second wall. <laughs> Yeah. This school has a four-person t- climbing team that has up until the events of the anime assumedly never been all that successful from what we are told. And yet the school bought two like 50 feet tall walls for them to practice on.
1: And I'm assuming had to pay for Konami to go to that. Cl- that weekend speed climbing school, too? To Oh, and to go to the six months worth of... I
0: thought it was just three days. That camp was, but they also... There was, like, that time jump when June was having her episode with the cat girl <laughs> when... <laughs> When this just kind of crazy now that we think about it, when Konami is like going to every single tournament that she can possibly go to, and I'm pretty sure they say like six months have passed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't know where they get this money from. They be- definitely have a sugar daddy or something do- paying for all of this. Or maybe I bet second season we get the real story of Goto. You remember that guy? The grizzled hair guy. He's the one who's bankrolling this whole operation.
0: What a silver fox. Just rolls into every climbing tournament and just all eyes on him. So good.
1: He comes into the tournament wearing a suit because this is serious business. He's got to look good as a spectator.
0: Anyway, we have spent way too long talking about Iwakikaru. We have spent more time talking about Iwakikaru sports climbing girls than perhaps any other anime podcast so if you want your iwakakeru news or your gibeate news you know where to come but holy is haikyuu like on another level oh my god this show is good i'm gonna say it right now this might be a hot take but i honestly don't think it is if you've watched haikyuu this isn't the hot take. Haikyuu is a masterpiece. Haikyuu is a freaking masterpiece. The end of this season, the the match between Karasuno and Inarizaki was on another level. I don't know how the show continues to top itself. I don't know how they up the stakes in these volleyball matches. Every single time. I don't know how they make every single character so memorable on both sides of the net. And I will say right now that Haikyu where it is right now is just as good as where Attack on Titan is right now. Whoa.
1: Wow, really?
0: That's what I'm saying, yes. That is my hot take. Haikyuu's quality is the exact same as Attack on Titan at its peak in quality.
1: I don't even know you know what's to-
0: that's how good. That's how good this show is.
1: Tell me, going with that too, who we'll have to we we'll have to compare some characters. Who who's Levi? Who, who are you comparing Levi to in High Q? I
0: don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, character wise, there's not like a really a one to one. Like I don't know. Levi is the leader. So I'd maybe kind of say Daiichi, mm-hmm. but Daiichi's kind of Irwin-esque, I guess, is he's the captain of the of the Karsuno
1: team. That makes sense.
0: Levi, you know, he also is a little strange. Maybe Tsukishima. Tsukishima is the very sort of like analytical person on the on the on the team, and he's very much sort of like a little a little odd and a little a little outside of the group as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Then Hinata is obviously Erin, I guess. Also, but I guess so. Oh, no, I know this is I, terrible. I, if
0: we're talking like temperament, Kageyama is probably more the Irwin because they're both so serious. Mm. Like Hinata's so goofy and over the top. I don't know. He's so full. No, of... No one is goofy, <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> No the one. Thing. He's
0: so full of joy. And just loves the the joy of playing hum- volleyball so much. I can't really think of any other character on Attack on Titan that's full of joy. That I just maybe Hanji is Hanada the Hanji of Haiku? I don't know. <laughs> tell
1: me, tell me when the World War Two insert comes into Haiku. That's what I'm gonna jump on it with. What-
0: But speaking to the actual quality of
1: of yeah, let's go let's go back to haikyuu. The actual
0: quality of haikyuu is just that like they just do they've done such a good job of again making you care about every single member on Karasuno's team, even characters that for the first season were literally just like the other guys. Cause of course there have to be some other guys on the on the team that are the the alternates that are off to the side, even though the main characters they're the ones that on that are on the court all the time. But we've even gotten some backstory on them that makes us kind of care about them. So that when it cuts to them having a random throwaway line in the middle of a match and them just reacting to something Hinata did or Kageyama did, you do still have a little bit of like, oh yeah, that's that guy who I who I know did that one thing that I really care about that they made me care about for one episode and it's just continued and carried through there and again they make you care so much they do such a good job of fleshing out the other side of the net as well like especially with Inarizaki this season I would say the twins from inarizaki are probably now my favorite characters in all of haiku. just the way they built them up and the more we learned about them and just what just my personal connection to their story was just like i'm just like these guys are my my favorites they did this this other guy he's the captain of that team his name's shinsky and he wasn't important until literally like he didn't have a line. He didn't even show up until like five, five or six episodes before the end of the season. And he really only has like two episodes, three episodes where he has real lines and real importance to scenes and the action that's happening. But they did it in such a way that by the end of his first episode, I was like, this guy's I get this guy. I know where this guy's coming from. I know exactly who he is. And then I don't know how They leave you breathless at the end of every single volleyball match. I don't know how every single time there's like a final volley for the final point of the match. You know, this is a slight spoiler for Haikyuu. Do you care? Do you not want me to spoil Haikyuu?
1: I don't think I I want to watch this show, but I don't think I'm going to remember what happens in season four. Sure.
0: I mean, if you don't want to know anything, skip ahead a little bit. I'm just saying this is like... You know some things have to happen in a sports anime, much like you know some things have to happen in a shonen. Karasuno wins, of course, because they have to, because it's a sports anime. And so I don't know how they make you still at the end of every single match that Karasuno wins, because they have to win to go on to the next tournament for there to be a show, for there to be a plot. But there's still that part of you that's like, they're not going to pull this off. They're not going to freaking get this, but then they do it. It's just so freaking epic every single time. I love this show, man.
1: Well, that's the benefit of having four seasons. You can give every single character their time to shine. And that is typically a detriment of shows that are rushed rushed in 12 episodes, which we see so commonly and so often throughout all of the uh, anime seasons. But, yeah, I definitely have to get on this show, but tell me, th- think back of the worst Haikyuu episode across all the seasons. Is it better than Iwaikakeru, the worst episode? Yeah, yeah, oh
0: yeah, uh, without a doubt, for sure. I, w- I don't know. I would uh, I would say the worst episode of Haikyuu is the first episode. Because it only literally gets better from there. I don't know, because I, I, I certainly can't think of any filler episode. And even if it's an episode that maybe doesn't give you the high-stakes volleyball action, even if it is a slower episode, it's still these characters. And these characters are all so well-written and so well-told and so well-defined that any moment with any of these characters feels worth it and feels like a meaningful moment for those characters.
1: Should I immediately abandon all hope of me even catching up with Dr. Stone and just go to Haikyuu?
0: Yes. <laughs> wow,
1: that's fast. Okay.
0: Absolutely. I And that's not me saying, that's not me shitting on Dr. Stone. I know Dr. Stone has its fans. I'm curious about Dr. Stone. I've said I might pick it up this year. I
1: can't imagine it's it's on the level of Haikyu.
0: Because not, cause no, not many
1: things are. You know, I like to think of myself that I don't watch a lot of sports anime, but then I look back and I've seen a ton of sports anime, so I don't see why I have avoided this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe it's because, I, you know, it's probably one of those things which I think this happens a lot with everyone else out there. People say this anime is amazing. You clearly see it and you're like, well, I'm being pure pressure to watch it. And I think that happens with almost all popular shows that you get that some, some level of... I want to be different, and not and not not watch her and not give it time. But I've seen as I look back, I've seen a lot of sports anime, a lot of bad sports. anime. If you anime. can watch
0: twelve episodes of Iwa Kikaru, you can give Haikyuu eighty whatever episodes. Yeah.
1: I mean, I watched uh, Anamanchu, which is basically a sports anime of girls doing scuba diving. That was great. Love that.
0: Was it? Was that's it? That's all it is. Was it? Yeah. Was it great?
1: There, there, was a, there was a lot of um, training, apparently, to get certifications. It was pretty sweet. I I, I liked it. Great music. Great background music. But, um... Yeah, I'm just saying that as a, an example that I've seen so many weird and different sports anime, but not the main one that everyone likes. <laughs> I've seen Prince of Tennis. I've seen, um... I've seen a lot of Ace, Ace of the Diamond too. Um... But... Yeah, not not haikyuu. Okay, what am I doing? It's also again, it's
0: just it's just time. It's just time. It's a lot to commit to now. It's it's gotten so so far down, and yeah, it only seems like next season. I would imagine maybe next season's the last season, or just judging off of where they are in the manga. Because I was looking up where this season ended, what chapter. Maybe one more. Long season, one more twenty-five episode season, and then the last season is like just a twelve episode, shorter season. Because it seems like the final arc is a little shorter than than what we've got left. So, but it, it seems like we're almost done. The next matchup is one that's been oh, oh has it been it's been teased for a long time, and we're we're about to get it whenever season five
1: happens. I will say, do not go the route of free and make everyone go off to college but they all go to separate colleges and you try to worm them back together somehow because it doesn't work.
0: I unfortunately know a little bit of, I don't know many of the specifics about the final arc, but I know kind of the context of the final arc. Apparently it is much like we've heard a lot with Attack on Titan, where people have been like the final arc, manga readers are like the final arc is going to blow you away. I've heard that the final arc of Haikyuu absolutely nails it and brings total full circle and full full conclusion to the story in a really satisfying way so i i, ooh, I can't wait to man gosh i just read the manga should i just read the freaking haiku manga i don't know
1: no because i'm gonna if i'm gonna watch it you gotta wait for me
0: not if you're not caught up
1: wow Okay.
0: <laughs> Not even, come on. Come on. I also final note on Haikyuu. One last thing I want to say, because I'm. it's 2021, Steve. It's a new year. We're manifesting, and I'm going to manifest a dream right now, Stephen. I, because I think they do the English dub for Haikyuu only for the home DVD releases. I don't think it's aired. I think it's only for the home releases. That's a, fairly common ish trend for some anime so i am i don't think they've done any of season four yet sentai Filmworks, if you're out there if you're listening i know you are i want to voice someone on inari zaki whether that be the mia twins one of them whether it be shinsky i don't care i want to be on inari zaki we don't need the memories that's their school logo Slogan,
1: you're gonna be busy. I mean, what I'm thinking of all the other like dubs you have to be part of. I mean, you got to be part of. Uh, did they ever do interspecies review? Is that dub be stunky? Funimation.
0: Funimation did do the first episode, <laughs> and then of course that all that all went away. You could finish the dream. <laughs> we'd have to do that. That would have to be an independent endeavor. We'd have to get. We'd have to contact the distributor in Japan and say, Hey, we have no scruples. We have no morals. We'll do the whole dub on our own dime. That's how it would have to be. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there we go. That's my dream for 2021. We will talk more about dreams for 2021 in just a bit. But
1: I think first, do we have some news, Steve? We got some news. It's time for the weeb week that was. We're going back, look look and see what news stories decided to come up on our filter and that we want to talk it out with you. The first one up we have is Lisa's Demon Slayer, Kitsuno Yaiba film theme wins Song of the Year in Japan. No real surprise here, and to continue, Lisa's Homura song, the theme song for Demon Slayer Kitsuno Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train film, won Song of the Year at the 62nd Japan Record Awards on Wednesday. This is the first time in four years that a female solo artist has won it since Kana Nishino won it in 2016. This film has everything in the making for being a world record and trendsetter best song so much revenue coming in with the movie I know we have a second story on that too the way they're actually trying to clamp down on it because it's becoming a reoccurring theme of how successful this movie is
0: I was gonna say speaking of that if you wanted to talk about do we just want to rope it just rope it in story rope four in. but we could just bring it in right now of course that yes not only did it win best song well deserved because holy crap is that a beautiful song but also yeah demon slayer's twitter account is going to stop posting weekly box office updates the official twitter account for the demon slayer anime announced on tuesday that it will stop posting weekly box office updates the account confirm in the account informs that updates will be available on the kogyo Tsushin box office news service It did officially, because I don't think this had happened last time we talked about this movie, because we've talked about it so much now, because give me this freaking movie. The film has officially surpassed Hayao Miyazaki's 2002 Spirited Away film as of December 27th, 2020, its last rival for all-time highest earnings in Japanese box office history. Spirited Away earned 30.8 billion yen but has since earned a total of 31.68 billion yen after the summer's revival screenings. However, Mugen Train has jumped well past that. It is also the fastest to reach the milestone since Spirited Away took 253 days to reach it, and Mugen Train has only been out for about two to three
1: months. God. I want to take some inter- introspective here. Do you think... The pandemic helped this property become more popular than it could have been i'm thinking i'm thinking for example animal crossing very hyped everyone really wanted this game however i think it crossed that threshold because it came out almost at the exact perfect time of in march of um, when lockdown started happening that became like this worldwide phenomenon so i'm wondering if This was just the right anime at the right time that was broad enough to appeal to a lot of people. It was also new, so you didn't have a lot of backstory coming in. You could just jump right in and you already had some big names such as Lisa attached to it. I wonder if it was just the right anime property at the right time.
0: I think that could very well play into it. Perhaps this was sort of the first film film especially in Japan, perhaps, that people had been looking forward to, and it came out around the time that theaters were probably opening up, I, although I believe theaters were open quite a bit before Demon Slayer, but this may have been kind of the first one that people were willing to really, like, go out and, and really sit in a theater again with people and, and watch a movie. So it could be that. I just also think it's it's been such a snowballing effect of Demon Slayer's popularity it started out is very much started out like you said great names behind it not only Lisa but also coming from Ufotable who definitely has real cachet after all the fate that they've that they've done over the few over the years and then just from there the the beautiful just the next level animation even i would say even from fate i think this is even more on another level than that the Demon Slayer anime we have to remember trended on normie twitter when it was happening even well before the movie came out last year so even people who had no idea who have who don't watch anime or know anything about demon slayer even they were seeing it on their feeds and being like what the hell is this show so i think it's just i think it's just the right maybe the right anime for this time and maybe just the right anime for a lot of times it feels like it's maybe been a while since we've had just a good old, really well-told, really solid, kind of old-school monster-fighting anime. I can't really think of the last big monster-fighting shonen anime in the last few years that's really been popular and caught on. There have been other big shonen, of course, something like... My Hero Academia, but it's been a while since we've had a, since we've had a bleach or since we've had a Yu Yu Hakusho or something like that. So, I mean, it's a well-told story and perhaps people are just like, yeah, it's time for, time for something, something like that to come back.
1: It's a good point. I wonder why My Hero Academia hasn't gotten the same amount, but I wonder how the box offices compare. I know there's been a lot of the movies. Do you think maybe it's just saturated? Maybe.
0: I, it's very possible. I mean My Hero, not to like slouch on that at all. I mean, it certainly certainly makes makes its money as well. Um I don't know. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. We might have to like do a little topic of the show at some point and like do some research and really look into it. Cause you're right. My hero is certainly really, 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 really popular, but it's not
1: trending on on Twitter, I, I I don't hear the the main person the the front person of Panic at the Disco talking about uh, my Hero Academia. He, he did. <laughs> I'll keep bringing it up. I'm like, okay, wow. I'll, I I don't know why, but cool.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like it, it's. I don't know why. We're gonna have to put a, put a, put it. I'll maybe put a pin on that. Unless you have some some last thoughts, I'm gonna maybe st- do some do some research and come back on on just why Demon Slayer has really. And it's also done. Maybe that has something to do with it, too. Maybe, again, it comes from those manga readers of being like, it's a really well-told story. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It finishes strong, and it's just like, boom, there's your story. Whereas, you know, My Hero, it is so much like, ah, we're still in this. It's still happening. We know it's going to be happening for, for a few years to come.
1: Yeah, I think it's just no easy way of jumping on the My Hero Academia train, When there's like when a new movie comes out, you just can't a new person just can't jump into it. (laughs) You'd be like, I don't know what the stakes are.
0: Yeah, this has the benefit of only having one season behind it. And so certainly maybe even during quarantine, perhaps a lot of people watched the show that that hadn't perhaps last year. And they but they heard some things about it and were like, oh, 24 episodes. I can do that now. I have all the time in the world and they just watched it. And it's just, again, even more just up and up in terms of viewership let's do some more research on it I want to dig deeper into this I know all right there we go we're gonna do a little investigative reporting we're going to Japan Steve I, I we're going to UFO I mean we
1: have to actually see the movie too since it's never coming to here it seems like I want to see this movie so badly like it just oh
0: my god I yeah I just uh, I cannot wait to see this movie after it, 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 I just hope it hasn't been hyped up too much. But apparently, it's a masterpiece from from everyone. When you have Makoto Shinkai tweeting about your movie and saying it's one of the best things he's ever seen,
1: I I I don't know what else to say. Do you think Miyazaki's seen it, or do you think he just doesn't care? Which I would not um, go hold it against him because the man's in retirement. I'm just thinking back to that past article.
0: I wonder. I I wonder how much Hayao Miyazaki keeps up with with contemporary anime. Or if he just was like, you know what? I'm doing my thing. I've got my project. I want to tell the story I want to tell. He Maybe he doesn't really watch much anime. I don't know.
1: He just wants to pick up trash, man. Let him be. Don't harass him, everyone out there listening. Let him be. On the stroke of midnight of Japanese New Year, the official Zombieland Saga Twitter account released new information that the second season is coming and it is... You know, released a new trailer, some new key visuals, and a release window for the series April 2021. It looks like we're going to get more of Franchuchu, that is their idol group's name, coming back. And I can't wait because Mamoru, one of the best voice actors ever... Also I uh, was in the t- teaser video too and I can I can't wait for the second season.
0: This is a show I've always meant to go back and and finish. I've seen like the first two episodes. I've seen the first 30 seconds of it. Many, many times because it honestly yeah, is something the car, the car hitting, yeah. honestly, something I just show people sometimes when they're like, Oh, show me something about anime. Like, this is maybe the funniest 30 seconds of anime I think I've ever watched. It's so, so bizarre and crazy. I well I'll definitely try to I'll definitely try to watch the first season before before this comes out. I loved the teaser video they put out that is, yes, as you mentioned, the voice actor Mamoru Miyano, who voices the producer of the anime idol group Kotaro Tatsumi, and he's in costume as of the course. character and speaking in character as. Tatsumi, and he—it just—I—it doesn't even have subtitles, so I have no idea what he's saying. But that guy just goes for it, all on every word, not even on every sentence, on every word he goes for it, and it is ah so funny.
1: Yeah, he was um Okamateru Taro in Steins Gate too. Oh, That's him. That's him. Oh,
0: okay, okay. So then he was also Light, yeah, in Death Note. <laughs> oh my god. He is the best. Oh, that means he's also the gourmet in Tokyo Ghoul. So good. He is, like, the best voice actor. Man,
1: he's, yeah, so talented. So, so good. And the second season, they have a lot to go with the second season because there's no spoilers, but they don't – they hint at how this is all even possible. Zombies. Essentially, how the how all the girls came back. I mean, I'm not going to leave it there, but – and they hint at it like, oh yeah, we should actually address like the entire crux of I was able to bring back all these dead idols to form a group and people maybe start recognizing them. Like, wait, isn't that person that that died a long time ago? <laughs> Looks very familiar.
0: I will I will definitely be, be checking checking this out and then we watch the little Zombieland Saga Revenge together.
1: Breaking news, also. B- breaking news right now. No, just because I'm just doing research. Oh, oh, Mamaru, He also does our favorite, Benny Maru, from Fire Force season two. What a great <laughs> what? guy! What a great guy,
0: dude. Oh man, such different characters too. Wow. Yeah, he's he's so talented, so so good. Also was. Atsumi Miyu in Man, you should Haiky. see
1: this. I'm looking at this list now. It is just a star-studded cast. I, I, I it, yeah. I, oh, it does. Uh, Ryuji from Persona Five.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've never yeah. listened to the Japanese cast of of Persona Five, so I can't can't speak to that. Yeah. Steve, I know you're excited about this. Fate Grand Carnival has been announced. This is a carnival style. Spinoff, much like we talked, much like we spoke about during our Wheel of Fate assignment last week. Although this one seems to be delving a little more onto the Fate Go side of things. The other Carnival we watched last week dealt a little bit more with our Unlimited Blade Works and Fate Zero characters, and so this is bringing in, of course, on the poster we have Mash Kyriolite herself. No sign of Grailcoon though. Two seasons, both around 30 minutes each, by Studio Lish. The first season debuts on. June 2nd the second season released August 25th add it to the wheel of fate Steve I don't
1: I I'm gonna have to but I'm not gonna like it I will I will do this under protest why does this exist why do they keep making so many spin-offs? we're trying to we're never gonna finish fate because they're gonna keep adding more spin-offs. not to keep adding to the wheel it's never gonna end this is my own hellish nightmare that I've created for myself no it's
0: never gonna end it's it's never ever 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 gonna end but it's gonna be funny.
1: Have they ever gone to the future, ha- or space? No, they have gone to space. I'm assuming, right? We
0: went to space in that Grand Carnival episode. We watched, didn't? 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 Lancer go up in a rocket ship?
1: <sighs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <sighs> it's never gonna end. But uh, we
0: have kind of gone to the future in like a parallel dimension kind of way. I don't-
1: why? I mean, I don't, I don't think
0: we've ever steinsgated it.
1: I'll I'll add it to the list when it comes out, and I'm not gonna <laughs> like it.
0: We're gonna love it. Well, that is the Weeb Week that was, which might bring us back to something I mentioned a little bit earlier for our topic of the show. We're talking about. 2021 anime predictions. Last week, we talked about some shows that are coming up that we may be excited for and we're definitely going to be checking out. But now, at the world of anime at large, what are some things that might come up and might be happening? Steve, what do you think? What's going to happen in 2021 in in the world of anime?
1: So I put down three predictions here and I propose that we go back and forth. Explaining what our predictions are and let's make this a little spicier. Do you want to put any stakes on this? Do you wanna put any stakes?
0: Mm. I do. You know I do, for sure. Okay. What are the stakes? You have something in mind?
1: Um I'm thinking because we both haven't seen either Naruto or One Piece for each other and we always hate each other for that. Do you think Loser will have to watch like the first fifty episodes or something? I'm thinking of that. I could go for 50. 50. I,
0: I was worried you were just going to say, like, you got to watch it. And I was no. about to be like, I don't know if I can watch no. all of Naruto. But I could, I think 50. Or that could, that could fi-
1: work. 50 or, like, two arcs. Whatever is, like...
0: 50-ish would be good because the first saga of One Piece, the East Blue Saga, I believe is the first 53 episodes. Yeah. And, and there's think, some filler in there you can skip.
1: Yeah, and I think in Naruto, I think the end of the tuning exam is after episode 50. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as the stakes. Now, we're gonna have to also think about this too. Before I read into anything, should we do half points? Or is it either everything or nothing?
0: I like the idea of half points. We're gonna have to kind of finagle that out come December. When yeah. we when we revisit these, because I did get, I tried to be specific with mine. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm cool with half. Points. I'm not
1: gonna pull any bullshit where it's gonna be. I'm gonna make it so vague that like anything could count. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try my best. Okay. 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 My first one I have here is Attack on Titan. I am predicting there are sixteen episodes for this season. I don't want this to happen, but I'm predicting it. The end of the, the episode 16 is going to leave no one happy. It's going to pull a Game of Thrones. Something is going to happen that's going to cause a kerfuffle on Twitter. The Twitter universe, no one's going to like it. it, and it's going to, like, ruin the show. I don't want it to happen, folks. I don't want it to happen. But I feel like the stakes and the hype is so high that they're, they're going to mess up at the end, and there's going to be backlash on Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook of how it ended. Now of course, if you go on like Reddit, someone's gonna be upset about it. I mean, I'm not I'm not like saying like that because I'm like, oh of course you're gonna I'm gonna be right. I mean there has to be a sustained effort where there is actually news articles, there is, you know, trending on Twitter while fans are disappointed at the finale of Attack on Titan. I don't want it to happen. What do you think, Joe?
0: I think it certainly could happen. I'm looking something up right now. To ask you a question, I think it certainly could happen. That's certainly a feasible thing. We've seen it many times before, like you just mentioned with Game of Thrones and other things as well. Where it's just yeah, if the hype is so big, of course there's the possibility that it that it totally falls flat on it on the ending, as good as the ride and as good as the buildup could be. Currently on IMDb. The Iron Throne, the series finale of Game of Thrones, currently sits at a 4.0 out of 10. What do you think the IMDb star rating for the final episode of Attack on Titan
1: will be? That is tough because, I I mean, would anything less than a 6 be a failure? Even though it's not as bad as Game of Thrones, I'm just thinking... You know, I'm trying to put it in perspective. I mean, that would be seen as like a bad ending.
0: Oh, yeah. I would almost say anything less than a seven. If it's not an eight or above, I would totally fall flat. Certainly because currently the final season of Attack on Titan of the episodes that have been released on IMDb, the first episode, The Other Side of the Ocean, has a 9.4. Midnight Train has an 8.7. The Door of Hope has a 9.4. And From One Hand to Another has a 9.0.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna say less than seven and a sustained effort on Twitter, not just a few people saying, "Well, I don't like how they ended Mikasa," because you're gonna find that any every anime, you're gonna find people who complain about Cowboy Bebop, which is probably one of the most perfect animes, you know, like something like very well regarded, like, "Oh, I hated this." Of course, this nitpick, but sustained backlash, Game of Thrones level. I don't want it to happen, but I'm predicting it's going to happen.
0: So you are predicting. Do you feel? Because again, I'm totally with you that it could happen, but you do feel like it actually will happen. Yes. Okay. 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 I have two honorable mentions. These are not. These are not predictions. Okay. They don't count. They don't count. Number one, because I don't think this will happen, but I have to keep saying it. Domestic Girlfriend season two will be announced in 2021. <laughs> It's a one and done, my friend. Uh, I know. I really do need to read the manga, because apparently it it just gets out of control. And I really want to see what that ride is like. Number two, because I don't think this will happen either, but there's a part of me that thinks it could, and it'd be really, really cool if it did. Demon Slayer nominated for an Oscar.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope that happens. I've been been joking about it so much, I want... I want to watch Christopher Nolan watch Demon Slayer because he has to because it's Oscar nominated. I,
0: I think there's a chance. I think there there could very well be enough weebs in the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences that are like, guys, I know you don't like anime, but you have to watch Demon Slayer. And I could see them getting enough traction. Not that it's going to win the Oscar, because I'm sure one of the two Pixar movies that came out this year will win the it's Oscar. always going to be a Pixar. Exactly. So it's not that it's going to win, but I could see enough traction behind it from like a small contingent of people to get it into, especially if it's animation people really voting for it. And writing it in, I could see animation heads and animation nerds being like, "Oh yeah, of course I keep up with Demon Slayer," and them getting the getting the train going. I could, oh, man, man, it's not one of my real predictions. What's what's the real one? What's the real one? Let's we'll start with my my safest. I think not that I think it's super safe. The return of the one subscription model for Funimation and Crunchyroll will cost. 13 dollars per month
1: that's a good one that's a good one i hope it happens i
0: i think they're gonna want to get some sort of collaboration between the two companies going as soon as possible since they made such a big deal about sony owning both of them and them both being under the same banner so i think they're yeah i just think they're gonna want to get something going that really cements like hey this is a one company uh situation right now and I think, yeah, they're gonna up that price thirteen dollars a month. That's what I'm saying for that.
1: Will it include dubs? Because I know like Funimation is something weird, they have different tiers where you have like subs and dubs and things like that. Really? I think so. I mean you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Funimation has like a lot of different types of tiers, which made it confusing.
0: Maybe. Maybe that's how it used to be. I don't know if it is now, because you can in the app just select language.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking something else. I, I think at one time there was, you could only get, maybe it's only the free version that you can only have that. I don't know. But it would make sense if it's all together. Keep it as simple as possible, Control.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to want to just kind of merge everything together. Who knows? Maybe This isn't part of my prediction, but maybe they even try to create some sort of like conjoined
1: app between the two, possibly. Well, I, think that's a, I think it's a safe one. I hope it happens. Hope it happens. My next one. I have here, Amazon. We haven't been talking about Amazon in a while. We have been talking about Netflix getting on the hype train and putting on some really great anime. I mean, our anime of the year 2020 was Great Pretender. Anime News Network, what are you doing? Put it on your list. <laughs> I am calling them out. But I am predicting in 2021, Amazon is going to get, acquire a hot property that everyone's looking forward to that'll make everyone upset because they'll have to only find it on amazon for example cabinary the iron fortress i think is still stranded on uh amazon finland saga finland saga is still on there too they're gonna get back in the game they're gonna snatch up and it could also be a season two of something too i'll add that too because we've seen that happen with funimation so for whatever reason um the Second season of Zombieland Saga is somehow gets snatched up by Amazon. Even though it's the first season, it's only on Crunchyroll. There will be a prop. There will be either a new property everyone's looking forward to, such as let's see. I have the I grinded the slime that um that I've been killing slimes for 300 years. I maxed out my level. I think a lot of people are interested in that show. Will you,
0: some- will you? Will you? Stop being a coward and admit that it's going to be Sword Art Online. Will you put that
1: stamp no. on your prediction? Ugh, no, no, you coward! You coward! It could be My Hero Academia season five. I can see would that too. Be
0: insane! That
1: Jeff Bezos just There's, comes with a truckload of money and be like, "Season five is mine." Everyone else, you're gonna. <laughs> the
0: trouble, the trouble is that it would have to be something because it can't be My Hero because it's My Hero so wrapped up with funimation's dub and since funimation is now in cahoots with crunchyroll i feel like you can't really separate so it would have to be something that maybe what about shaman
1: king what about shaman well, funny king?
0: you say that because oh maybe that's gonna key up my next prediction really well but uh that could that could be something
1: i'd be into that it's it's gonna be something that everyone's gonna be like amazon why are you trying to divide us more that is my next – either a hot property or the, like, fourth or fifth season of a show that's already getting on there. It's going to be stranded on Amazon, similar to Love is War.
0: I'd kind of be into it, though, just because Amazon quietly has had some of the best shows of the past few years. Between Vinland Saga and Made in Abyss and Dor- yeah. uh, Dororo – uh almost that Dora Hedora – Dororo. And Banana Fish, like, they have had – some real bangers on their platforms I'd, I'd like to see them get a little more like netflix and really start to put their money where their mouth is and really really start to like try to foster something there i know they tried with strike uh and that obviously didn't didn't pan out but if they're doing more the netflix route of going to studios and being like hey we want to license your property just directly from you rather than try to like create stuff on their own I could be into that.
1: We'll have we'll have to see. We'll also have to judge because those there's obviously going to be some anime that's going to come to uh, Amazon, but we'll have to see. Like, is this something that people are clamoring for? I'm not going to pull up. I'm just looking at a random thing. Moo love alternative. October. I have no idea what this show is. I don't What Moo Love is coming to Amazon? A romantic oh, comedy dude. mecca. Oh man, we may actually maybe I actually want to watch this. Oh have to, <laughs> we might have to actually... but no no one's looking forward to this. No one I'm sorry, fans of Moo Love. I don't think anyone's <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> well what 2003, Moo Love was a number one in national PC sales while Hollywood's release? What is this game?
0: Is it a visual novel? It
1: is, please, please. It is. Yes. Am I oh gonna play Moo Love? I don't know, but... Well, we'll have to judge, end of the year, if, if, if it's made it. What's, what's your second prediction?
0: Bringing it back to Shaman King. The Shaman King reboot will be surprisingly great and will spend multiple consecutive weeks in the top five for weekly anime rankings.
1: Well, you have to put that... That's a lot. Top five?
0: we We'll have can, We'll spend multiple consecutive weeks in the top five for weekly anime rankings. Not that I not that I think it will be surprisingly great in that like I think it's not going to be very good and then it will just come out and be amazing. Just surprisingly great in that like I don't think many people are clamoring for shaman king outside of myself and maybe a few others i don't think it's a property that really holds a lot of sway for a lot of people but i think this will come out and people will be like yo you have to watch shaman king shaman king is awesome and i think it really catches people off guard and it is very popular this year
1: top aim for five consecutive weeks is that what you said
0: i said multiple consecutive weeks okay so let's say three or more.
1: You're really hot on Shaman King because this is a this is a, a reboot of it, essentially, right?
0: Yes. So this is a remake. It's going back to the beginning of the manga, telling the the whole story because I believe the original anime diverges from the manga and wraps things up in a different way. I think this is tr- planning on sticking closer to the original source material. I think Shaman King is great. I think Shaman King is not on the level of demon slayer in terms of like maturity. It is a little more not kiddish, but it is more in the vein of like a Naruto or a my hero in terms of tone. There is a lot of comedy to it as well, but I do think that it is a cool story with very cool characters. And I think that this is going to do, this is going to do really well for the property.
1: Hopefully. but Well, uh, hopefully it comes out that great too. I think Shaman King definitely needs some love. Yeah. My, my last one. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on Twitter will make an anime reference in directly attacking Donald Trump. D- attacking Donald Trump. I'll will p- put it there. So, or I guess should I make should I be I mean I, who else should be attacking the Republican Party itself?
0: Who knows? I'm just I'm hoping that Donald Trump isn't relevant enough in you know six to seven months for a I'll, I'll AOC put- smash.
1: I wanted to put like some type of like Evangelion gif when she's like re quote tweeting something, something like that to that effect. I would love that.
0: I would absolutely adore that.
1: She's gotten into uh, Among Us. She's definitely in the Twitch video game crowd scene. We've already heard uh, that people, the people want to give um, Representative Omar a Gundam. So I think it's AOC's time to uh, shine and show her anime chops. It could be something as simple as Sailor Moon, too. Sailor Moon's still great. Here you go,
0: Steve. This is the one I'm swinging for the fences.
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. Give it to me.
0: A Legend of Zelda anime will be announced coming in 2022.
1: A Zelda anime? Yes. Link's gonna talk in that one?
0: Yes. Whoa, are you gonna voice him? Yes. (laughs) Ha! (laughs) Ha! (laughs) Ha! Whoa! There's my link audition, everybody.
1: Zel- I'm typing this down. Zelda anime announced or actually released in 2021.
0: Will be announced in 2021. Is coming in 2022. Wow. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think Nintendo is showing with Nintendo World that we that we talked about a few weeks ago that they are that they are perhaps a little more willing. To branch out with their properties into other mediums, and people have been clamoring for this for quite some time. We have seen with Netflix, with Castlevania, that it is possible to do a good video game, animate animated show. And yeah, I think it's time. I think it's going to happen.
1: I mean, they only have up from here because the only thing, the first thing that came to my mind was the terrible CDI games, those cutscenes. Let's go bash some Dodongos.
0: <laughs> Those are pretty great, though. Link has talked before. Never forget.
1: <laughs> and there's a reason why they went in the opposite direction completely. I think, <laughs> Nintendo, I think you could be bold enough to miss, keep him a silent protagonist. With some clever editing, I think you could make it happen.
0: I just think it'd be weird.
1: It'd be weird, but like it would be interesting. I guess everyone else would be... T- I mean... I mean, I mean, all the times you would think Link would talk. If you're going to a vendor, and he's just like, "Do you want to buy this potion?" Yes, no. Do you want to give me a nod, man? I don't, I don't know.
0: Or you'd have to be a very specific tone to to make that work. Maybe it's possible. You could almost go the route, and maybe it isn't Link. Maybe it's just in the Zelda world and uses those. That framework, because we have seen very successfully a property this year based on a video game that typically has silent protagonists introduce a new character that does talk as our protagonist and is really really great.
1: Dragon Quest Adventures of Die. of course. So it always goes back to Dragon Quest. Or it could it could be something like it could be something that's happening in the past and Zelda is giving a voiceover of what is happening and we're seeing Link do that. It could be something like this. She's a narrator. I don't know. I feel like there's ways you can creatively do it.
0: You could be... Now, Here's here you go. Here's, here's what it could be. Link's not the main character. Zelda's the main character. Good. Link is just on... Is a little more periphery and is helping her in whatever she's doing, but she's the active protagonist. And then if he's just aiding her, then perhaps you could get away with him being more of a silent, of a silent character.
1: Long haired Zelda or short haired Zelda? Long haired. I can get behind
0: that. Cause then you, they
1: <sighs> classic Zelda. Yeah.
0: I'm talking like Ocarina of time
1: Zelda. Cause then
0: you get a okay. little, cause Oh my God. Can you imagine her and Sheik? Oh
1: yeah. That'd be great. I mean, this de- that would be so good. That, that would be a lot better. I feel like that would be a lot better. Be, or maybe it's because I'd want to see it more than just a Link protagonist anime. I would like to see a Zelda-focused anime.
0: Nintendo, you know where to find us. It's right here. We'll write it for Trademark. you.
1: Trademark, we, we did it first. <laughs> We're expecting those royalties if you make it happen. <laughs> right here
0: anything else do you have any uh, honorable mentions yourself anything you don't want to stamp as an actual prediction but anything you'd like to see happen anything you might expect to happen
1: what would i like to see happen so i didn't have any prepared honorable mentions i would say man i'm hoping we get another steins i don't know what it could possibly be maybe another movie that's just a side story i'd like to return back to those characters
0: but, what about the dating sim visual novel?
1: I mean, I I've been eyeing it. I could I could buy that, but like, how many times can you walk into someone taking a shower? I mean, how? It'd be so I mean, what else do you think that game is going times? to be? How many times? I mean, that's going to be the first joke they're going to do, and like, we'll do it for every single other person. It was oh, in fine. the P, It was in the Vita game. Rest in peace, Vita. I did play the visual novel uh game on the Vita, and it was okay. And there was a shower walking and scene. So I'm assuming that dating game is all of that. Good. I don't know why
0: you're complaining about this.
1: Because you know why? Because it's going to go on too long. I don't mind it in a in a visual. <laughs> listen, this is real talk, okay? I don't mind it in a visual novel game if you're going to be going on a date or something. But if you're making it the full crux of the game, they're going to milk that for like 40, 50 hours. And you, you think you want it. You think you want it, but you don't want it. That is too long. It's like it's stale, and you're never going to finish it.
0: Look, I know she's sitting literally right next to you. Christina, the figurine, is right next to you. Look yep, at her and sure. tell me you don't want to spend 50 hours romancing Christina.
1: I mean, she <laughs> – I think she would probably kill me by the end. I mean, I feel like she cannot stand anyone that long.
0: All right, all right. God, should we go to the Wheel of Fate?
1: It's time for the Wheel of Fate. Let people know, what is the Wheel of Fate? So
0: the Wheel of Fate is, of course, our completely absurd, ridiculous way of watching the Fate multiverse property, whatever... They give us, we'll take it, of course, because Steve has put every single spinoff of every single Fate property and all of the movies as well into a random number generator spreadsheet. We have, of course, been told that there is no good place to start in the Fate universe. Steve has now seen, this is episode 17, so he has seen 16 Fate properties at this point. I have seen all of a couple of others and have been playing fate go so i'm a little more abreast but i have been i have been visiting some some darker corners of the fate universe over the past <laughs> over the past 16 weeks as well oh boy oh boy have we and so yes every week we go to the random number generator and figure out which episode of which fate property we watch that week this week we come to you with Episode 15 of Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, the television show, not the terrible, terrible, terrible movie that we watched a couple of weeks ago. Episode 15, Battle of Legend.
1: Battle of Legend. We did see this battle in the movie. We jumped in it halfway, and I feel like I got the real battle. Is that correct, Joe? Oh
0: boy, did you? Although technically, you got the same part that we saw the previous episode does begin the fight. So you do actually get to see the beginning of the fight in the TV show, but that was not in this episode, but you did see the ending and come on, this is a hell of a fight, right?
1: I will say it is one of the better fate properties I have seen in terms of the plot, the animation And what's happening on screen. I do have a few things I would like to get your answer on. Maybe nitpicking. Of course. Of course, some context, perhaps. Yes, please, please. Uh, So we set up with Gilgamesh versus, is it, Berserker, which is Hercules. Yes. And at this time, they're... We have uh, Shinji is the one who made a contract with Gilgamesh at this time, correct? Yes. Because Riders is dead at this time. Yes. See, I'm following it. Are you proud of me?
0: You know. You know what's going okay, on. You've okay, seen, let's... You've seen all of Unlimited Blade Works. <laughs> <Wars. laughs>
1: this, this is the whole point where I'm piecing everything together. And then <laughs> um, Hercules Berserker is controlled by uh, Ilya. At this time.
0: Our girl Ilya.
1: Our girl Ilya, who I've seen more fate properties combined <laughs> than anyone else. So I, I know very well of her. And she looks very sad in this one compared to the other times we have been seeing her. Boy Howdy. Yeah. And we I I forget why Shiro and Rin are even going to the castle. I am assuming it is better explained in the episodes and the movie cuz the movie was so fast like we're at the castle now like why would you even go there in the first place but
0: they did kind of explain it in the movie uh they it, it is yes much more fleshed out in the previous episodes of the TV show uh they're going to make a pact with Ilya. Got they it. want to te- they want to team up with her to finish up the Grail War and take down Caster i think they're still f- they're st- are they st- yeah sure. i think they're still fighting Caster at this part
1: One thing, Ilya, the beginning, we see her with her maids and she's like, it's time for me to go summon or get a servant. She sees Berserker and she's like, I don't want this person. Find someone else. I don't want to make a pact. And she's like, vehemently refusing it. Next scene, she's starting the ritual to make the pact. I'm like, didn't you just say you don't want to make a pact with this person? And she's like, well, and then... She goes on, and starts making it. And nitpick bias found it was just so weird. I was like, wait, wait, didn't she just like five seconds ago vehemently deny this person? And they're like, all right, I'm making the pack now. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I mean, also interesting. She says, oh, I always want to get a different servant. Can you get different servants easily? I feel like there's not many. Like you, when, once you have one appears for me, like that's basically it until they die.
0: Steve, I've been playing Fate Go. There are hundreds. Of servants. No, don't
1: do not bring in that abomination fake go. That doesn't count.
0: If you have, you can do multiple summonings. I believe if you, if you have artifacts, like, could she get Lancer? If you have She's like, I don't want him. I want Lancer. I think so. You need like a specific artifact to bring someone in. Um, I don't remember, though, if her relationship with Berserker is explored it in any other episodes, because it's been so long since I've seen this show. Um, so I don't know if that's fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, I will say Ilya is, especially knowing what I know about Ilya from like Fate Zero and other Fate Stay Night actual properties. Um, it, it is a little bit rushed. I'd like to have known a little bit more about Ilya, but that's kind of what the other properties do because it flushes it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yes, it, mm-hmm. is a little, it is a little rushed. I will agree with that.
1: I did like the flashback of her getting to know Berserker really quick. I don't know why she teleported out in the snow randomly, but whatever. I will allow creative license with that. Something happens during the summon and just whisks her away. Or maybe she wakes. I wasn't sure after, exactly right after the summon she's in the in the snow, or if it's just another time and period she finds herself in the snow and then Berserker comes to save her from the wolves. I think it's a, another time. I think it's, a I think okay. it's, yeah. One thing I did like was this entire battle, I was, um, I always had a nitpicking of why don't you just simply attack the Pokemon trainer? Which is the uh, the master every single time, and I do like how Gilgamesh calls out, "Hey, Berserker, you'd be doing a lot better against me if you if you like stopped trying to protect your master all the time. You're not fighting me with your full force." And I was like, "Oh, I guess that's I guess that's the reason why he's he's taunting him," um, because I feel like that's it. always be like the main thing. If I was uh, Rin and I was controlling Archer, I'd be like, you'll just. Just whoever is commanding the weapons, kill that person. Because they're the one giving the commands. Don't care. Goes,
0: goes against the rules. Goes against Does the anyone rules really care War.
1: about the rules? Can't you just, like, fire an arrow and be like, oh, it just happenly, I happenedly collapsed the ceiling onto the person. It wasn't aiming at the master.
0: No, they're taking out the other servants to gather enough energy to summon the Holy Grail.
1: But it, I feel the like servants
0: you, have to die to summon the Holy Grail.
1: I'm not saying you you don't go after the servants, but I feel like the servants would be leaderless and be at a loss if their master is killed. So you kill the master and then you go after the servant. That's what I would do.
0: Although, as you saw, a little bit of in Fate Zero, even when the master's dead, the servant can still get up to plenty of shit.
1: Oh, totally, totally. I and I, I we know I know that Gilgamesh. Has different masters because they keep dying, right?
0: Kind of, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, or rather,
0: I wouldn't say Shinji's n- ever really. No, his yeah, master. right. No,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting it backwards. Shinji, he, he loses uh, what Medusa, or whatever. Yes, Rider, and then he forms a thing with with Gilgamesh. Okay, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's what I would be doing. But I, I overall did like it. I am upset. That Kiritsugu was branded a traitor by Ilya's mother, right? They had they had a thing for each other. So is someone lying? I'm assuming someone's lying.
0: You gotta watch Fate Zero, man.
1: Oh, oh, um, Kiritsugu I did see Fate Zero. I saw one episode of Fate Zero. <laughs> Kiritsugu
0: is branded a traitor, essentially by the entirety of the of the family that Ilya is a part of. For reasons we'll say
1: okay okay but overall i'll give it a thumbs up it was better i was only nitpicking a few things but i could see this is the real fate After yes all I, in the words of gordon ramsey finally some good fucking food
0: yeah i like unlimited blade works a lot i i wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't say i love unlimited blade works just the plot of it i think some of it doesn't doesn't do it for me but i think yeah obviously across the board ufotable knocks it out of the park it's animated absolutely beautifully this fight between berserker and gilgamesh when berserker unleashes his noble phantasm so epic so cool
1: does does berserker do better in the first half because i feel like he's doing not really anything in this entire oh yeah
0: he he kicks some ass for sure you even saw him you saw him have that big old fight too in uh heavens feel lost butterfly at the castle
1: yeah yeah yes okay yeah it's true i feel like this one he was just getting pummeled the whole time which i know is part of the story which he he's protecting Ilya. but i'm like come on man throw a punch do something go on the if it's gilgamesh is too good
0: that's what i'm saying it's gilgamesh man gilgamesh you can bring your best but gilgamesh is gonna do what Gilgamesh do, man. And he, he holds, he holds nothing back.
1: He, he certainly talks a lot about himself. He's definitely full of himself. I'll say that.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Where are we going next, Steve?
1: (sighs) Well, it's only downhill from here. (laughs) It
0: probably is.
1: (laughs) Okay. So to recap, I have every single fate property movie spinoff on a very cumbersome spreadsheet and I do a random number generator to tell us what episode or property we're gonna be watching. So wheel, of fate, turn, turn, turn. Let us know the episode we shall endure. Oh, actually, this is the first time I have to re-roll because we got it came up in Heaven's Fe- Part Two. You already saw Let's that. Watch it again. Can't Let's watch it again. Can't, can't watch it again. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> All right, we're going back to Prism Ilia. God, oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. We're going back to yes, this now. Now, to dude. be fair, I know
1: I know we talk about this a lot. To give everyone context, listeners, we have Prisma Ilya. we have t- season two, season two part two, and season three. So there's a lot of like numbers that can fall under. So that's why we're going back to season two. And then, how many episodes are here? We have. Okay, that many. So I'm just putting what episode we are seeing. Episode 11. Have we seen episode 11? What's the name of it? Oh, it's the OVA. It's the ending one. Oh, Magical Girl in Hot Springs in. <laughs> oh, boy, we're watching Baby. the OVA Christmas Comes Again. Oh, this is like a
0: Christmas special?
1: No, I'm just saying like this is this is this is just a Hot Springs episode. That's oh, all it is.
0: God. Oh god. Okay. Wait, so episode 11 is this right after the one we
1: watched? No, Didn't the we last... watched
0: like episodes 9 and 10 of season 2. We saw
1: 6 and 7.
0: That was the the baking episode and Yes, then the... that
1: was the baking episode and then the on the other side of lies and the facade. That okay. was yeah. Okay. So, we're just getting a Random episode after the entire series has finished, where we just have our main girls, Ilya and company, go on a hot springs inn where Rin, Luvia are carrying out a secret mission. They ain't carrying out a secret mission. During the trip, Kuro discovers that the hot springs cause a greater drain on her mana than usual, so Ilya and Mew make up for it by having other fun activities with her. That is the synopsis.
0: Dude, is this the episode where we get the... Are they going to kiss again?
1: I don't know, and wow. Well, we're getting wow. <laughs> that I mean, listeners, if you're, not, if you're not familiar, during the cooking episode we were watching, we know that Kuro relies, needs energy, or mana, and I think she gets it from, does it say, like, where she needs Essentially, be? Essentially, this a smash cut to a, a really out-of-place, really detailed, like, making-out uh. scene really quick, and it, it, it's in and out. So much that you and me, Joe, were like, whoa, "Whoa, what the hell was that?"
0: It's like half a frame of animation. Yeah, but
1: it's so well animated for that half a frame. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know.
0: Well, it's a Hot Springs episode, everybody.
1: It's, it's a Hot Springs. What else? What else? It came out a year after the series finished, which I know always has.
0: Is it in between? Is it in between season two and season two point five?
1: That is correct. Okay. Maybe we'll watch it right after this podcast.
0: I know. We're excited for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking trash weebs that we are. (laughs) Ooh, Hot Springs episode. Yeah. I mean, there
1: always has to be one. It is mandatory. Oh, yeah. Where's the Hot Springs episodes in in Fate um, Unlimited Blade Works, the series? Is there one?
0: In Unlimited Blade Works? Um, Yeah. The good anime.
1: Not really. Wait, wait, are you sure? There's an OVA here called Sunny Day.
0: Well, I haven't seen it.
1: Um, They may go to a beach or something. I don't know. This is way too long for me to read. But it's always the OVAs. Anime does this all the time. Well, I was going to
0: ask. We were teased and we were told and promised that Iwa Kakeru was going to have a spa Hot Springs episode. In the in the ending credits, they always teased it. Where was that?
1: I don't, just, they, I demand that OVA. Give us oh, something man. to yeah. To, just, maybe they Ugh. even talk about their victory what if it's actual yeah, plot? because there's no plot in this at all
0: well i cannot wait for that should we go over
1: to the waifu watch let's go to the waifu watch so if you're not familiar listeners every week joe and myself bring either a best boy or a waifu to our ever-growing list and we rank them for your pleasure and discuss the pros and cons and see who is going to be crowned king or queen of the waifu's the best boy. So this time around we're going back to best girls and I have an interesting character for you. I don't think we actually mentioned her, but as customary I want to give a little bit of the personality and let's see if we are able to guess it. Okay? I'm not going to say the name. I'm going to omit the name, Joe. You ready? I'm ready. Give it to me. This person is quiet and collected with a serious but courteous demeanor. She is viewed by her peers as a model of a perfect soldier, strictly disciplined and extremely rational, though she rarely relaxes when on the job and is unusually tasked with keeping her colleagues on track, though from the outside she may seem strict and even a little mean. She is not as cold, as distant as she may appear. Those close to her know that there is more to her the no nonsense attitude because of a professional or as a kind who understands difficulty of carrying a heavy burden. The softer side tends to make itself known through interactions with younger characters, such as the Elric brothers and Winry Rockfall. It is unusual to see her behaving sweetly toward Black Hayate. The dog. Yes. Do you know who it is? Is it Olivier? It is not, Olivier.
0: Okay, oh, then is it the true best girl, Hawkeye?
1: It is Risa Hawkeye.
0: Oh, <sighs> yeah. Risa
1: Hawkeye, and I'm actually very interested in your first your first comment. Okay, Yes, yeah, so we're going with Risa Hawkeye from Full Mill Alchemist, Alchemist or Brotherhood, either one. She is great in both of them. She is, uh, Lieutenant Hawkeye is essentially the... I would say the one who keeps <laughs> Roy Mustang squad together. As I mentioned before, she is a professional soldier. She has a sweet side, but is definitely serious when need be. She is very trusted and bears a heavy guilt, but learns through her battles with uh, Ishval that, you know, not to rely on every, to, to take accept and responsibilities for her actions herself, rather than placing the blame or burden on others. She decides she must sacrifice her own happiness and comfort and continue trying to dirty her hands and blood as a soldier in order to bring peace to the people. So, Risa Hawkeye, great character, as always. Where are we going to put her?
0: Hmm, that, that is that is the question.
1: For listeners, let's run down exactly who we have so that they can see our machinations happening. Okay. So, right now on our Best Girl l- list, we have Asuna Yuki from Sword Art Online as number one. Rin Tosuka from Fate Stay Night as number two. Callan from Code Geass at number three. Mikasa number four. Vivi from One Piece at number five. Kagome from Inuyasha at number six. Sakura Haruno from Naruto at number seven. Zero two from Darling of the Fanks at number eight. Misa from Death Note at number nine and at number one thousand, Kathleen from Gibiate. So, um, interesting. See, I'm a little pleasantly surprised, taken aback by your, um, interest in Risa. Immediately uh, forming uh, a great comment toward her. So, I at first I was thinking her at the the bottom half, but maybe not. May am, am I underestimating her?
0: I might I might put her high. Really? I love Hawkeye, and I definitely sh- think she's best girl of Full Metal Alchemist. Lo- lot of great characters. That's why I thought you brought Olivier first because you you're partial to to I, Olivier, I I, lo- I, love, I love
1: Olivier. Yeah, because she gets things done. So does Hawkeye. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They both. They they both. I mean, yeah. There's all great girls. I mean, even their teacher. I don't forgot her name. I think it's Izumi. Mm-hmm. I think it's Izumi. Maybe it sounds yeah. familiar. She's great. She's really I mean, great. Winry's great. Winry's great, too.
0: Yeah, I but I but I do love Hawkeye and I love like you said, she she originally initially appears as this very stern sort of character. But we definitely peel back the layers. We see the more vulnerable sides of her. We see that she's definitely kind of like put on this sort of stone-faced facade because she is dealing with so much survivor's guilt over so much from, from her actions over the years. Love, like you said, how she really is the one that keeps Mustang and his squad together, always keeps them on track, but still, you know, gets a little goofy with them from time to time. She definitely has a, a still a very good, genial relationship with Mustang and with everybody in the squad as well. I love her relationship with Mustang. I think that is easily my favorite pairing and my favorite ship of full metal alchemist i love their relationship i think they complement each other so well you can tell these two people these are two people who have just been working together for so long that they just get each other and they do care about each other on that more intimate level as well and just give me the romance between riza and hot and mustang come on i don't need anything else just let me be them be together
1: definitely better in brotherhood too they have a better ending than the original anime she meets him i'm not there's no spot she meets him at his bed i'm keeping it very vague and they have a really nice moment at the end and i'm like yeah they're, this is great thank you for bringing them together
0: so at first blush i i would go quite high you said initially you said initially you were thinking bottom half where
1: were you thinking slash where are you thinking you know Man, this is this is difficult because maybe because I was just thinking, as comparing her as a, I don't want to say I guess side character who's supporting a main character, even though it's weird. Would you call Roy Mustang a main character, even though it's really about Edward and Al? Yeah, okay. yeah, I would. Okay, I see. I first my my first inclination drifted toward better or worse than Sakura, and I said better, but that's I immediately went to number seven. But now you're thinking like, whoa! Actually, she may even be higher. Like, should I be should I be looking at Mikasa level now?
0: I my opening bid, and this could shift. I'm not I'm not 100 firm on this, but my gut is saying I I would almost go above Mikasa under Callan. Okay. Because I think we do get to see her interior life. She has a lot of the same qualities as Mikasa, a lot of the same capabilities as Mikasa. Not perhaps as strong of a soldier as Mikasa because like that's kind of impossible. But we do get to see her strengths in that regard and we get to see her interior
1: life as well. Yeah, I feel like she is a better character than Mikasa. I'm trying to think, was I ever frustrated with Hawkeye? No. Was I ever frustrated with Mikasa? Yes. Even though she's doing a lot of stuff her in. And I yeah, put toe to toe, I would say that Mikasa would win in that fight. But yeah, I think overall she'd be yeah, a better character. Oh, you know, when you put it that way. I never looked at it in that light, but that's why I have you, Joe.
0: Got to think about these got to think about these characters in different right.
1: ways. Okay? All right. So I mean, I was lowballing, but I I am happy to put Hawkeye at the new number 4. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Didn't know if I'd okay. sway you there, but okay, okay.
1: Yeah, all right. Number four is Risa Hawkeye from I was gonna say Fire Emblem because it sounds like a Fire Emblem name, but it's not that. From Full Metal Alchemist, Alchemist, and I'm gonna put Brotherhood because I like Brotherhood better. Even though I will say the original Full Metal Alchemist, I think the beginning is better, but Brotherhood. Overall, is a better show. Still good show. Still good. Still a good show. Both, They're both still good. Both still good shows. The ending of Brotherhood's a lot better. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Boy, I like 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 that. We are building out this list. So next week, we're gonna drift to the land of best boys. You'll have to bring someone hot. Eh, I'll probably just bring Monkey D. Luffy. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> you really want him at the bottom of the list? I mean, that's oh, bold of you, no man. Bold way. of you to bring no him. No way, dude. You think he's going to be better than Sasuke? 100%. What? We'll see.
0: This is my prediction. Monkey D. Luffy could probably slot in right now at... Above Spike Spiegel, below Yusuke Urameshi. Wow.
1: <laughs> above Spike Spiegel. The man after my own heart. All right. It's, That gum gun fruit must be... Yeah, I know. That's what
0: I'm I'm saying. Spike Spiegel ain't no rubber man, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have, of course, come... To another end of another episode of Weeb Weekly, I would, of course, tell you that if you'd like to write in and tell us where you'd like to put a best boy or where you'd like to put a waifu or what predictions you might have for 2021 in the world of anime, you can, of course, write in to us at Weeb Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. Steve, where can people find you at?
1: You can find me at SaveCosplay on Twitter and at Save Point Cosplay on the instagrams come check me out see my new cosplays that i'm posting
0: and you can find me at joe reese vo on all major platforms and now of course we come to steve's hot take i'm very excited for this one Judging by the word that he has for me, it seems like it might be fate related. Where Steve gives you a hot take with zero context, and that is just the end of the show. So let's find out if this one is going to piss me off. Steve, what's
1: your hot take? Shiro from Fate, I've had it. I hate your clothes, I hate your design please go to Uniqlo or Kohl's pick up a different shirt than your blue shirt you have everyone else has better outfits than you change your life thank you and good night